My name is Sarah Tullock, and this is the podcast, Everything Has a Story. This is basically where I dump all of my feelings on whatever, anything that I binge, whether it be books or movies or podcasts or anime, whatever. Um, recently, I watched The Perks of Being a Wallflower because, you know, I had watched the platform. It was too much for me at the time. I was going on like a scary movie binge and the platform, I thought it was going to be horror. It is kind of horror, but it's also like a cultural critique and it was just way too real for what we're dealing with right now. And I was going to review it for this podcast, but I'm going to come back to it later when I'm a little less uh, sad about everything that's going on right now. Um, and then we're in the middle of the quarantine and I haven't left the house in too long and we don't really know for sure when this is going to end. And, you know, I just put on this movie because it was nostalgic. Uh, I put on The Perks of Being a Wallflower because it was nostalgic. And I needed a good excuse to cry. I just needed to get the waterworks out because it is, it's, it's overwhelming. This whole thing is really overwhelming. And if you're overwhelmed, that's fair. You know, this is really scary. A pandemic is not something to take lightly. And we're in this moment where it looks like anybody who gets it just may not come back from it and so I've just I haven't seen my friends I haven't seen my boyfriend I haven't anybody outside of my family home it's not it's not I'm not seeing them so hopefully this is this is done soon we'll get over that 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 um that hill that we have to get over then the next two weeks is when everybody where, where, where it starts to be filling up the, ho the hospitals even more and then hopefully we're not in those hospitals because we all stayed home and and then this will all just die out so hopefully the virus will die out and we'll all be safe again and ready to go out for summer because we're probably not getting out for spring i haven't even planned for spring i've planned for summer so uh to get my mind off of that <laughs> and that whole craziness i watched the perks of being a wallflower and i loved the perks of being a wallflower when i was in high school it was my number one movie it was one of the only things I bought with my little teenage allowance on iTunes was the whole movie and I would just watch it over and over again because it was so beautiful to me. It was so necessary because I was in high school and then Charlie's in high school and you could just see things that like you don't really know how to talk about, you know, and we, we're going to talk about Patrick's relationship with the high school gays who that was that, that guy's name was Brad and um, the mental illness and abuse and, you know, just, just just the kind of empathy that you learn when you're in high school and you see that these kids that are your age are not necessarily kids, but they're not necessarily adults, but they have to deal with really hard shit. And it's it was just um, helpful to know that other people are dealing with really heavy shit and that we were able to talk about it in school. And I feel like that helped us in real life actually talk about the real shit that was going on. You know, there was, of course there was repression, but there was, we had friends that we could talk to about this. And I had a friend like Patrick that I could talk to and, and just be happy. Despite all the terrible things that happened, I had a chance to be happy, you know? So uh, if you haven't watched The Perks of Being a Wallflower, it was based off a book. And the book is wonderful. The book has just a couple more details and like a couple more scenes of like Charlie, um, Charlie's sister throwing a house party and things like that. But for the most part, the 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 movie is pretty close to the book, and I really appreciate them for that. And it's set in like the it looks like late seventies, early eighties. Um, they have that kind of Stranger Things kind of vibes. So, but without like the the fighting monsters or anything. It's just just them 
as high schoolers, you know? In a small town, somewhere outside of New York City, I can't tell if it's like on mainland New York or if it's Long Island. It doesn't really look like Long Island, but how do I know? I've never really been to mainland New York. And he's just freshman. Charlie's a freshman. He's writing to a friend. So you're kind of like seeing his life and also seeing the letters that he writes. You don't really know who the friend is. And it's just a, a, a safe and anonymity, something like that, anonymous, whatever. Um, so that he can get, get out these emotions because he just needed to yell into the void, scream into the void and tell someone what was going on in his life because he had no idea how to cope with it. Really, he's just trying all this time. And, um, yeah, so he's telling you about his life. He's a freshman. He starts out all alone because none of his middle school friends really hang out with him anymore. And you're going to see why in, as the movie progresses, I'm going to try not to spoil this movie too much. I mean, I'm sure that many people have like watched it. It's a classic. I love The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I'm sure every other high schooler on Tumblr in 2012 watched The Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I'm going to keep some things still kind of still still something to look forward to because when I was watching it I was surprised I was like oh my god I forgot that that happened and then this happened they just drop bombs on you okay so yeah his, he doesn't have any friends and he ends up making friends with this senior uh Patrick and then Patrick introduces him to Sam who's a girl who's his uh step stepsister I think it is and their whole group and it's really cool uh, yeah, so Patrick is, and Charlie's seeing all this, he doesn't, he doesn't participate too much, but he sees everything, so that's, he's a really reliable narrator in that way, because he's honest with you about how he, what he lacks, and all his feelings, you know, he tells them all to you, and he's honest, he's honest with himself, he's honest with the, with the audience, so you're watching him in this relationship, no, you're watching Charlie look at Patrick within this relationship with Brad and Brad is closeted and Patrick is not and Patrick gets bullied and also because Patrick kind of fights back or sometimes he fights forward like before he can get bullied he's he's the first one to say something he doesn't let like little comments let, let them go he'll just he'll clap back at them immediately um, and I think that's what Brad was afraid of. I don't think Brad was prepared to be that person with a witty remark every time he had to fight someone about him being gay. So he was, so Brad was super closeted and it was, it was just really sad to see the severity of the homophobia in this time and in this high school and, and, you know, it was beautiful to see their little moments together because these little moments are really all they had. Patrick and Brad and you you can when you when you watch it and then you watch it again you can see all the little things are the most important things like loving football like Patrick of course Patrick doesn't actually love football it's because Brad is playing you know like that's that's the reason he's here he needs to tell show his boyfriend that he actually cares about him even if they can't say it you know or how they pass notes in the library you know it's they pass it not in the hallway because obviously you can't but they pass it behind the bookshelf and they both shake their heads and they just go back to their friends and they're like yeah yeah I just went to the bathroom whatever you know like those moments were so important to them and and it it allows people who are watching this to really uh what's the word 
care about their own little moments, you know? Not downplay the 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 more normal, the more secretive parts of their life because that can be the most important thing going on right now. Not everything is a huge quest of adventure. Sometimes your life is hidden and your life is a double life, but it is the most beautiful thing that you have right now. And it's important to honor it. And Patrick did honor it. And Patrick, I, I don't want to tell you how they broke up or, you know, but he, Patrick does eventually have to move on and he doesn't want to. And he's trying to fake being proud and arrogant. And yeah, I could, I could meet the love of my life and hopeful, you know, I can meet the love of my life any moment, but it's, he doesn't want to move on. He doesn't want to be broken up. Not, I don't think either of them want to be broken up. But this is just something that they have to do because they they are they can't be together anymore. It's it's too late. So, and it it could it, it could have been avoided, you know. The like maybe today they would have an easier time being together. But you know, there's so much homophobia then and and now that's so rampant that, you know, is there a difference between late seventies homophobia and today's homophobia? Like Patrick, I knew I knew a guy in like Patrick in high school. He still got bullied, you know. He still had to have friends that protected them, and 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 it's it's just how much has changed, really. Some people are like, "Oh, the gays can do whatever they want." No, they can't. And you're a dick, okay? Because you refuse to let two people love each other. That's none of your business. All of Patrick's pain could have been avoided. All of Brad's pain could have been avoided if they were just allowed to be the people that they are. And separating them, just it's just not necessary. It's, it's not necessary and it's cruel. And the way that they're separated is so cruel. So to see that represented in this movie that is so beautiful in the eyes of many people of my generation is like yeah it's like it's like it's 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 easy to be seen if you were patrick if you knew you were a patrick or a brad you know or or a charlie who just wanted to help by being there you know oh man i love that story it's so sad but it's so beautiful all the beautiful little moments is what makes it epic and i love it you know so there's also a lot of mental illness and abuse in this movie. And if you are not ready to be triggered, then you probably shouldn't watch it. Um, it's, it's, they, they mention it in a way that's not like trauma porn or anything. They don't hover or sit in this trauma too long or this abuse too long. A lot of it is hinted you know but those it's again those hints those little things that is what makes the story so amazing so you you have to be careful if you're going to see hints of your own life because it you will just start bawling because you have to be a regular person in high school or wherever you have to go be a regular person and you can't have these traumas because it's not normal and this is a story of outsiders and it sucks that they're outsiders because of what happened to them or 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 their pain but you know it's just it it can be too much it it can just be too much for them and for you as a viewer so if you want to have a good cry then i would watch it 
but if you really don't want to deal with this right now then probably don't watch this movie um but i watched it to cry so that tells you what kind of a person i am um so charlie's mental illness is probably depression and anxiety you know he struggles with um seeing things and hearing things as well and intrusive thoughts and just being sad and not knowing how to be happy not knowing how to be normal and just and just overthinking everything i love logan lerman as an actor because he shows how how well and how, and through just his body how you can overthink with your whole being and you can see that with charlie you can see him overthink and it that's what makes it so amazing when he takes the leap and goes and makes friends or goes in for the girl that he wants, you know? he You can see the buildup in his confidence as he heals and it's just so beautiful. And I hope that you can see your own buildup and your own confidence through Charlie or through Sam or through Patrick because it, it really is something to, see, to be celebrated. And as much as I cheer on Charlie, I cheer on the rest of you and you guys should cheer yourselves on because it is so necessary. It is so necessary to count the little things as important you know, so, because it's hard, and it's something, it's something I struggled with, it's something that I'm sure a lot of people struggled with in high school and beyond, I had to deal with it in college too, I didn't know how to make friends, I just kind of had friends in high school, and then in college, you have to like meet new people, I was in an entirely new city, and for like years, I just, I didn't know how to talk to people, I didn't know how to approach people, so I was alone, and I would be like racked with anxiety trying to figure out how to talk to this one person who I think is cool and then I grew up and I realized they thought I was cool too but I was just too afraid to say anything you know you're your person who you want to be friends with or date or or classmates whatever they probably think you're cool too but you don't think that when you're anxious you think you're gonna be like they're gonna be like oh who the hell is this guy you know and it's like that rejection hurts and it and it, it hurts so much that you just might give up entirely but I, I, I will tell you that, you know, Charlie was rewarded with his strength and his confidence. You know, he he was anxious and he was overthinking, but he still went up and he talked to Patrick. And Patrick invited him to sit down. And then Sam sat down. And then Sam invited them to go to King's, and which is like the diner that everyone goes to and they go to. So, you know, there are some people who are going to, like, just not like you. Off rip. Just... You know, like that girl in Charlie's English class, he, she looked like a stupid, stupid, super nerd. You know, she was like gross and everything. You know, she could be bullied. But because she decided to be a bully, she decided to hate Charlie. She didn't have to. She decided to. That's not something you, that's not the person that you want to win over, you know? So, you know, you, you want to, not that you have to win over Patrick, but again, you don't have to win them over. If you can be friends with someone, if the, if you guys are on the same like level, then you'll just click and you'll just be. And that's something I didn't know when I was growing up and learning how to make new friends is that there are some people you're just going to click with. And if you just talk to them, then you click and then boom, you're friends, you know? And that's what Charlie did. And it was so, so beautiful to see Charlie just click with people because he really needs people. He just, and so does everyone, you know? The other thing about this is that with all the, bad things that happen to you the sad things that happen that you can't really talk about outwardly 
if, if you're not ready to talk about it, you still can't be alone. You can maybe be quiet about what happened so many years ago or recently or whatever, but you're allowed to have moments of friendship. You're allowed to have beautiful moments where you sit in the back of a pickup truck, stand in the back of a pickup truck and just let your arms hang out and just go under a tunnel going toward New York City, you know? And you can do that with friends. So, I don't know. It's the healing, it's the healing aspect of this movie where you you know these people have had things happen to them, but they're still alive and they're still choosing to live their lives and go off to college and take tests to, to do better and, you know, pick careers. It's, it's the healing. It's, it's not a, it's not a dumbing down or making the abuse smaller or anything. It is, it is knowing that it happened, accepting that it happened, knowing that you're not alone and moving on and having the opportunity to to be better than where you are now because it does get better and you can always get better there is you know if you're at rock bottom the only way to go is up and that's what this movie shows is that yeah your mental health it can be hard to heal you have your ups and downs maybe you hit rock bottom a couple times but you can still go up you can still see the best of life you know and um, the empathy that comes with that, the empathy that comes with kindness with strangers and new friends, you know, there are very beautiful, kind people out there. And, and you know, Patrick was one of those per- people when he found out what happened to Charlie, what happened to him in middle school, um, what he had to deal with in middle school. Patrick officially made him part of this friend group because Charlie didn't have any friends. So he was solidified and he was able to give Charlie that stability that he was afraid that he didn't have. So that's just one thing that Charlie doesn't have to deal with anymore, worry about anymore. And, you know, Patrick doesn't have to do that, but he did. And he knew how important that was. And you can see it in the way that like, okay, so Charlie beats up um, people that are attacking Patrick in one scene, like near the end. Charlie doesn't have to do this you know, they're, they're, you, and if you see the movie, I don't want to spoil it too much, but you see why Charlie doesn't have to beat up people for Patrick, but he does it anyway, and he delivers, Logan Lerman delivers one of the most amazing lines of that film, it's like, if you touch my friends again, I'll blind you, it's like, oh my god, Charlie, get him, get him, Charlie, I can't, uh, just get him, because they deserve, not they deserve blindness, but like, you know, they need to, be threatened some people who dole out all the threats they can be threatened too sometimes that's that's that doesn't sound too nice but you know stop fucking people stop fucking with people you know god so and you know charlie charlie lee silently understands sam's abuse sam's abuse has been going on for way too long and and the um what's it called the self-loathing the the self-deprecation the she punishes herself for something that isn't her fault and she makes her she she feels as if she's so small and she just lets people treat her like shit and you know not all people the people that she dates you know she doesn't let 
Mary Elizabeth treat her like shit or Charlie or Patrick, you know, she has some boundaries, but, and, and, and Charlie understands that because Charlie did the same thing kind of in the movie. So he, and he delivers another amazing line that I cannot forget. That's, you're not small, you're beautiful. And he just, he 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 doesn't have to admit you don't have to admit all your trauma or your abuse but you can let people be seen and you can let people feel loved and that's what charlie was there for he was there to look and to listen and and when his time came he healed but he also helped heal sam and patrick and you know they they returned the feeling you know patrick gave him a best friend, a man that he could talk to, you know, and Sam always had Charlie's back, he was, Charlie was so afraid, he was not afraid, like, he's afraid and he's also anxious to be in public, he doesn't know what's the right thing, so sometimes he gets high and he tries different drugs and, and Sam knows why he's doing that, just to make it a little easier, so Sam goes and he, she talks to him and she, she helps him, like, not trip out, she helps him with his high. She helps him just come back to reality when he needs to. And it's just, it's nice. It's nice to have Charlie have someone who's watching his back because for so many years, nobody, nobody really knew what to do with Charlie. But Sam knew because unfortunately, Sam had a very similar thing happen to her. So she, she helps. It's good to help people. It's has one of the things that this movie does, like a lot of American movies are very individualistic and you can claim that this movie also is still individualistic because it's about Charlie's life. But so much of it is also not just about Charlie's life. It's about his group of friends that he made when he was in high school. This is a very temporary group of friends, you know, so because they're all seniors and Charlie's a, a freshman, so while it is about charlie it's also about high school and american high school and how people can help people even though they're hurting and how we can all heal each other if we were all just nice you know you have your people that you're nice to just be nice you know be empathetic you don't have to have an answer for everything you just have to be nice now i well, as much as I love this movie, I can't not talk about how problematic it is. Um, just as like an ending note, the age gap is super problematic. I don't want to not say it's, I don't want to say it's not problematic, you know? It's just that um, it, it's based on a book from way long ago, you know? And I can see how people didn't think that it was a problem that seniors were hooking up with a freshman, especially when it's a senior girl hooking up with a freshman guy. They'd probably think like, oh, that's just, that's great. You know, he gets to hang out, he gets to kiss a senior girl or something, you know, like it's Charlie's the man. But in in hindsight, it, it really shouldn't happen, especially in real life, you know, in a movie it shouldn't happen. That's the, that's the one problem that I have with this movie and in real life, you know, it's, if you make it as, like, a, a senior guy dating a freshman girl, that's, like, obviously right off the bat a problem. It's super problematic because it's gross, you know? These people, a senior is, like, a grown person. They're pretty much 17, 18. They're almost adults. There's so much of a gap between senior in high school and freshman in high school. Like, it's so, it's worlds away, you know? 
So you have to give the same treatment to a girl who's a senior and a guy who's a freshman because like one of the characters definitely took advantage of Charlie. That was bad. That was not okay. But Sam is also a freshman. I mean, also a senior and Charlie likes her, but it still was not okay. And it should not have been portrayed as okay. So it's just way too much taking advantage and they don't do it in a creepy way so you're not cringing during the movie but you can't let that happen in real life it's just a hard pass it's just a no so yeah i definitely recommend the perks of being a wallflower if you are gay and you need to see what happened in high school like some people need a mirror you know i definitely need a mirror i need to see what happened through someone else and if you need a mirror, Patrick, Patrick's story is definitely something that will help because it still happens, you know, it still happens. If you need a mirror for loneliness or, or, or mental illness, then Charlie's there for you. If you need a mirror for past abuse and, and, um, and self-inflicted pain, you know, then, then Sam's your mirror. But through all this pain, there are still beautiful moments. There is still plays, there's still the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and the show must go on, is what I think that show was there for in the first place, so, you know, you're allowed to be different, even though some people may make you think that you're not, and you're allowed to heal, you don't have to make this, you don't have to let the abuse or the pain be the only thing that defines you, you have a whole rest of your life and the whole rest of your life to get better and do better and want better for yourself. So, definitely pull up this movie on Netflix, The Perks of Being a Wallflower on Netflix, if you want a good cry, if you want the nostalgia of the 70s and 80s, and if you just want a good cry from something that you watched, and it's so, so great for those middle school, no, those high school feels, you know? So, Thank you so much for listening. If you have something that you think that I should talk about, then definitely DM me or uh, comment on my pictures on Instagram. I'll leave the link to my Instagram below. And uh, just what are you watching during the quarantine? You know, what's going on? What do you recommend? Because, you know, what do I have better to do? I'm stuck at home all day. So, and if you need to cry, go have a cry. For God's sakes, this is all scary. This is fucking terrifying, bro. This is and then and then we might also have another second wave from china you know it's it's a lot i wish i was living in a country that like did better with the pandemic you know where they just closed everything fro froze the rent froze everything and just dealt with it you know but i live in america with the fucking healthcare system that we have and that's why you vote for bernie so i don't know just have a good cry with me over a glass of wine and a candle. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.